This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings. This is Dina Marie with Faith Moments. Welcome back to our weekly podcast. This is a podcast to proclaim and to ponder our Sunday Mass readings. This Sunday is the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time on the 18th of September, right in the middle of the month of September. And just a beautiful time. I've been talking to so many people who have families that are going back to school, all different ages, some that are sending their kids off to college, some that are sending them off to preschool and to kindergarten for the first time. So, and everywhere in between, what it reminds me about is about a routine, a routine in the family, a routine in the home, a routine that really helps us to function in our daily lives. And so as we listen to the scriptures, the scriptures are part of our daily routine. They're part of our sustenance. Jesus is the bread of life. He is the word of God. He is what fills us, which sustains us, which leads us. I love the program from Sister Ann Shields. It's called Food for the Journey. We call Jesus Food for the Journey. So let's be attentive as we listen to his word proclaimed here in this podcast, certainly at Holy Mass. And as you read the scriptures. You may read them in your mind. Read them aloud. When you're reading the Bible, when you're reading a missalette like this, read the words out loud. Listen to the words. Listen to the Lord speak to you. We will hear the prophets speaking to us. We hear Jesus speaking to us. We hear in the letters of St. Paul, St. Paul speaking to us, and all of that is being inspired by the Holy Spirit. So let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, guide us as we read the Word of God, as we proclaim the Word of God, as we listen to the Word of God, that these words would come alive in our lives. Lead us into a life of grace, into a life of mercy, into a life of humility and all the virtues, particularly that are shown to us through the life of the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Joseph that we follow into their footsteps and are led into the kingdom of God. Come Holy Spirit, lead us in this time in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Our first reading today comes from the prophet Amos. We don't hear from Amos very often, but here we go on this 25th Sunday. Amos chapter eight. Hear this, you who trample upon the needy and destroy the poor of the land. When will the new moon be over, you ask, that we may be able to sell our grain? 
and the Sabbath, that we may display the wheat. We will diminish the ephah, add to the shekel, and fix our scales for cheating. We will buy the lowly for silver and the poor for a pair of sandals. Even the refuse of the wheat we will sell. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, never will I forget a thing they have done. The word of the Lord. Our psalm comes from Psalm 113. Praise the Lord who lifts up the poor. Praise you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord, both now and forever. Praise the Lord, who uplifts the poor. High above all nations is the Lord. Above the heavens is his glory. Who is like the Lord, our God, who is enthroned on high and looks upon the heavens and the earth below? Praise the Lord, who lifts up the poor. He raises up the lowly from the dust. From the dunghill, he lifts up the poor to seat them with princes, with the princes of his own people. Praise the Lord, who lifts up the poor. Our second reading comes from the letter of St. Paul to Timothy, the first letter of Timothy, chapter 2. Beloved, first of all, I ask that supplications, prayers, Petitions and thanksgivings be offered for everyone, for kings and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and tranquil life in all devotion and dignity. This is good and pleasing to God our Savior, who wills everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. For there is one God, there is also one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as ransom for all. This was the testimony at the proper time. For this I was appointed preacher and apostle. I am speaking the truth. I am not lying. Teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. It is my wish then that in every place the men should pray, lifting up holy hands without anger or argument. The word of the Lord. Our gospel reading today is from Luke chapter 16. Jesus said to his disciples, A rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, what shall I do now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do. When I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first one he said, How much do you owe my master? He replied, One hundred measures of olive oil. He said to him, here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for 50. Then to another, the steward said, And how much do you owe? He replied, 100 cores of wheat. The steward said to him, Here is your promissory note. Write one for 80. And the master commended the dishonest steward 
for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so then when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones, and the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If, therefore, you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? If you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Parables, parables. Jesus continues with the parables. Uh, let's begin just real quickly looking at this prophet Amos. And Amos is showing us and depicting to us this cheating and this dishonest activity that is going on in commerce. Can we see any of that in today's world in terms of commerce and the sale of goods and services today, that there is a lot of cheating that can happen in and greediness? What is that really uh, the root of greediness that I want it all? And particularly that in this this case that Amos is pointing out, you know, that I'm going to really be uh, I'm really going to look at the poor, those that are the most needy, I will exploit the most. Isn't that the, the thing that we've seen throughout history, not only is there this greed and this, I want to have it all, but now I'm going to fix the scales and I'm not really going to sell you as much as I say that I'm going to sell you. And the people that are going to suffer the most are the ones greatest in need. The ones that are the most poor and vulnerable seem to get that cheating and lying against them. And so the last line of this small section of Amos, never will I forget a thing that they have done. So the Lord is reminding us that even when these, this case of lying and cheating, fixing the scales, and particularly to oppose the poor and to cheat the poor, the Lord knows these things. And we may not see the justice today in the world, but the Lord is the true justice and justice will be had for those who fix the scales. And it may be a, an opportunity for those of us who are in a position of work, maybe in a position of a business, or you operate a particular business or work in a, a business in some type of a, a capacity. Are we negotiating? Are we providing fair? Are we providing in a way that cares for our customers? Are we being honest and trustworthy in how we conduct our business? And we certainly can't be the police of everybody, but we can police ourselves in that we can really look to see how are we negotiating? How are we interacting in our small way? 
Maybe you're part of a parish council or part of a school board and looking at how monies and how resources are being spent for your organization. Are we squandering? Are we taking advantage of? How are we really conducting ourselves? And it's a good question to ask in a world that seems to be rooted in this love of money, the love of accumulation, but particularly that I could take advantage of the poor, the weak, the needy. And this is something that we have to change. It really comes from a change of heart. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, never will I forget a thing they have done. In the Psalms, a lot of times we do hear the Psalms really lifting up the needs of the poor, and it certainly comes out here. Praise the Lord who lifts up the poor. And so we can be advocates of those who may be taken advantage of, those who are marginalized in our societies. How are we speaking up for them? How are we being an advocate to them? How are we being one who cares for the needs of our brothers and sisters who maybe do not have a voice in our culture today. And so these words from scripture remind us that we are called to be that caregiver. Who am I, whose brother am I keeper to? You know, each and every brother and sister is our brother and sister. And we have a responsibility to care in a particular way for the dignity of all people. We'll go right into the Gospel of Luke today, and there's a, a story here, and then there's these different these different lessons that Jesus is coming to about this steward who was really squandering in some way. We don't know, know exactly how he treated the property of his master, but the master found out, this rich man found out that one of his workers was not treating his property appropriately, and maybe he was charging too much or in a doing something that was misrepresenting his property, and he would have nothing else to do with him. And so so he is going to fire this particular steward. And the steward gets wind of this and realizes, oh my, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my income. And so he becomes really creative in what's he going to do next. And so there's a couple of different ways in which you may be able to interpret what he did of Typically in this day, there would be a commission that maybe was added to the steward's salary. And so if they sold a particular thing here, we talk about EFA or we talk about um, oil or wheat that they may get to add on. And that add on of whatever the sale price is, they get to pocket that money. And so it sounds like here he's willing to forego that temporary a little bonus that little extra commission that he would have earned to settle those accounts, to make those people happy and to create some temporary friends. So when he goes back out into the working environment, he may be able to maybe get another job. He may be able to uh, be able to uh, get some, some additional good works. Uh, somebody will recommend him to do another job. And so he's being pretty prudent uh, and very resourceful because he sees that he's going to be in trouble. You know, and how resourceful, how persistent are we, not in a way that's going to take advantage of for some type of financial gain, but are we willing to be as resourceful as this steward in our own spiritual gain? 
you know, he probably went to a lot of effort to meet up with these different accounts and to talk and discuss with these different folks and adjusting the price so that the master would be taken care of and he would take care of these people. There's a lot of negotiation and a lot of extra work that this steward did to make sure he would look good, to make sure he might have a good opportunity down the road, to try to ensure his future. But the children of light, and I think this might be some of what Jesus is trying to hint to, the children of light need to have that same sort of persistence, that same sort of resourcefulness for not just the temporary things of today, my job being able to pay the bills today, but for eternal life, for my soul, for my soul to be clean, for my soul to be purified. You know, what am I willing to do that will help me and my fellow brothers and sisters? Here we go back to, you know, helping the poor so that we receive the greatest gift. That's the gift of heaven. Are we willing to work extra hours? Are we willing to spend additional time in prayer? Are we willing to put prayer first, faith first, before some other things in our lives that seem to take over our time, the different hobbies or activities or extracurricular activities or, or things, committees that you might sit on? Are all of those ways in which you spend time and your resources are all of those developing a stronger relationship with God, or do they even maybe distract you from your relationship with God? Where do, do the children of light spend their time? It says at the very end of this gospel, you can't serve both God and mammon, you know, chasing after the resources chasing after finances, chasing after the, the titles and the paycheck. If that becomes our God, we can't serve God our Father. And so it sounds like that to me as I'm reflecting on these readings and this, this struggle um, with what this man had to do in order to put himself in a good position you know, I want to have a good position with the Lord. I want to have a good position with my fellow man and woman to, to, to care for and to be one who cares for and is cared for by others. And, and I'm cared for by being a person of mercy, by being a person of love, of charity, of respect for one another. And so we can watch this steward that's really looking out for himself and maybe apply that in a different way, not in an egotistical way, but in a way of how am I going to provide my soul an opportunity to grow deeper and richer in the heart of Jesus? How do I follow Jesus more? Is Jesus a priority to me? We're in this, I started off with this podcast, you know, we're in a busy season of back to school and lots of activities going on. I've been seeing so many parish picnics and gatherings of people. And it's so beautiful to see, you know, the life of the church, the life of the domestic church or families. 
And we have to remind ourselves, what's our priority? When we start to sign up for all of these activities, the fall sports, the fall different recreational activities that might go on, what leads us into a stronger relationship with Christ? What leads us into a relationship of maybe service and that we grow personally, spiritually, emotionally, in love with Jesus? Or what do these things maybe take us away from and put us into more of a focus of the world? And so it's an important time to do a check and maybe a little bit of an evaluation of where I'm spending my time and resources. Where am I looking at to, to give my time and resources? And are those areas in which will really bless not only my life, but the lives of my loved ones, and that will ultimately prepare me for eternal life. As we think about receiving Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, the prayer after communion is this, graciously raise up, O Lord, those you renew with this sacrament, that we may come to possess your redemption, both in mystery and in the manner of our life. Through Christ our Lord, amen. May the manner of our life guide us into the arms of Jesus Christ. Peace be with you. Have a blessed week. I'll look forward to talking with you again on Faith Moments. God bless you. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.